Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Ocean State Sidelines podcast. I'm Brandon McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times with Socket Call. Pleased to be joined by one of the newest Friars. He's officially side-sealed and delivered to come here next season, Richard Barron. And uh, Richard, thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, Richard, we'll, uh, we'll dive right into it. What it was like for you originally, you were committed to go to George Mason, but uh, March 23rd, Kim English officially became the PC head coach. A few days later, you opted out of your uh, national letter tent with George Mason. And just, you know, talk about that process. What was it like for you? You know, you wanted to go to George Mason, expecting to play for Coach English. You know, when you heard the news that he was going to PC, what, was, what were the first thoughts you had? Um, My mind's kind of racing, um, but I was excited um, and super, um, super happy. But I was also... I'm excited that he got the position to be the new Providence coach. And um, I was filled with gratitude when he asked me to come with him. And I made that switch and uh, it was one of the best moments of my life. Uh, when you announced that you got your release, you know, did, you, did other schools maybe try to get, you know, in contact with you? Or was it more you were hoping that Coach English was going to reach out and say, and I think like you told me on the phone, do you think you can play in the Big East? You know, but uh, what was it like? Did other schools kind of reach out? And, you know, how relieved were you when Coach English had that conversation with you, asking you, are you ready for the Big East? Yeah, for sure. Um, I announced uh, my release from my letter of intent um, like a day before one of my school trips. But so I didn't have my phone, but a lot, a couple of schools were contacting me, asking me what was up with my process, where my head was. Um, But I didn't really see a lot of them because I didn't have my phone. Um, but it was a smooth transition. As soon as I got my phone back, I had already knew where I was going and was ready to commit. Um, but uh, what was I like telling Coach English that, yeah, you know, I'm coming with you. I said yes to you to become a Patriot, and this time I'm going to be a Friar. What was that conversation like with uh, Coach English saying, you know, I'm ready to go with you to, uh, to this uh, new school? I mean, I think it was mutually known that I'd follow him. Um, but it was great, though, um, just to – confirm it and made the, it made the process smooth in the transition smooth too you know how you know nerve-wracking could it have been like you know you said you were a freshman you were signed sealed with delivered to go to george mason the portal sure. overflowed with players at this point okay. you know how much was this you know relatively painless in the sense that you know you're the coach that leaves he goes to new school he brings you with you you know do you feel pretty fortunate in that regard that you know this could have been even more intense yeah, for sure. Um, there's plenty of players stuck in the portal right now trying to find a home for them. And um, I'm just fortunate enough to have a position where I'm at right now and um, to be given an opportunity to play at a great school and a great program like Providence um, in the best conference in the country. I'm fortunate for the opportunity, and I know um, a lot of people would die for this position. Um, but yeah, I'm just fortunate for the opportunity and for all the blessings to come my way. So it was, it's yeah, really painless. April 3rd, uh, you took to your social media accounts to announce that you were going to be a Friar. What was the interaction like with Friar fans? Uh, you know, I'm sure you saw all the mentions and the notifications that, you know, they were happy to see you coming. What what did that mean to you to see all that positive affirmation messages from Friar fans saying, hey, they can't wait for you to be a PC at PC? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was great. I think it's um, one of the best fan bases in the country. My um, feed was flooded on Instagram and Twitter, and um, 
I really felt the love, to be honest. And that's what it was like as soon as the um, first day on campus, I felt it. And, you know, it was pretty overwhelming at first. But once you, once I really realized where I was headed and the, um, the fans were behind me, 10 toes, you know, I, I was nothing but happy and excited to get down there. Now, you came up to visit the PC campus uh, last weekend. You yes. know, you know, three of your – we're going to be three of your future teammates at George Mason, uh, Justin Hernandez, uh, Josh Adaro, and uh, Ticket Gaines. You know, what yeah. was it like to be with the three of them on your uh, visit to see the PC campus, meet some of your future teammates, and uh, get to know the lay of the land? What was that experience like for you? It was a great experience. Um, you know, those three guys, I've met them before. I've had plenty of conversations with them before, so – that wasn't um, anything new, but to bond like we did in that um, short amount of time spent with the other players is something that, you know, you can't ask for a better situation. So it was, a, and um, my visit, it was a great visit. Um, first time down there, um, it was, I just felt welcomed for sure. I'm sure it was a nerve wracking because you were already committed to the school. But was it more about, you know, for you to, you know, like we said, get a lay of the land and, you know, see where you're going to spend the next, you know, you know, three, four years of your life? Yeah, it was more about just seeing um, the type of life I'd be living um, in Providence, looking at campus, um, checking out the campus and checking out practice, all that stuff. Kind of just getting a feel for everything when I got down there. So it would be smooth transition in June. Um, I assume you had a chance to see a Kim English practice at George Mason. Yes. And, uh, you had a chance to maybe sit on a, at a Kim English practice at PC. You know, any difference uh, in terms of how he interacts with the players? Uh, just uh, what's, what was it like to watch him, A, at George Mason uh, operate at practice and uh, him operating a practice at PC with the, the, your future teammates? Uh, there's nothing really different. Um, it's really all the same. Just the interaction between the players is just genuine, um, just a genuine relationship, though, and a genuine feel for each person. Um, but yeah, I mean, the practices were mostly the same. He gets all, he gets after the guys for sure. Um, but also, it's a big emphasis. The assistant coaches, Coach Nate, you know what I'm saying? He has a lot of say in how practice goes as well, too. So that hasn't changed since George Mason in Providence, but the switch. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It's remotely the same, um, but it was a good experience to watch again with different players. Now, one player you knew going in was uh, Bryce Hopkins, and you and I yeah. had talked about that previously. What was it like seeing Bryce uh, up there and, uh, you know, how much you're looking forward to being his teammate for the, uh, for this coming season? For sure. I had a big smile on my face when I saw him. Um, we talked. It was We have a good relationship um, because we play each other. But I'm excited to be on his team and learn um, learn the way. But, yeah, I'm super excited to be his teammate and to get to work with him because he works so hard and he's a real passionate player who plays very hard and plays the game the right way. So I'm excited to be on his team. Because originally, uh, you know, you were going to follow him in his footsteps and go to Bishop Fenwick, uh, if uh, my memory serves me. Um, but, um, you know, what was the first time you saw Bryce Hopkins? And, you know, do you view him as maybe a sort of a, a big brother in the basketball sets, in the basketball world? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely look at him as a big brother. Um, he's super supportive of me, always um, checks in on me about um, throughout the season with basketball and how that stuff goes. But um, 
Yeah, I think the first time I met him was, I think, seventh grade. It was like a little camp held there, um, like a little preseason camp in the summer or something like that. Um, and we were playing against each other, and he was cool. He was super nice. He was friends with some of the guys on the Fenwick um, varsity team. And I had a friend who went there, um, and we kind of just clicked and became cool after that. No, uh, one, uh, two more Chicago, another Chicago kid coming to the Friars. So that's, uh, that's great to see at that front. You mentioned uh, Coach Nate Tomlinson. He was pretty instrumental in your recruiting to start out at George Mason. You know, sure. we noticed you back at uh, Peach Jam, I think, in 2021. You know, how much did you build a relationship with uh, Coach Tomlinson and that allowed you, in essence, to, you know, f- form a bond with Coach English? Yeah, um, it was great. He, he did a great job recruiting me. Um, and I'm big on relationships, and that's what um, he was big on as well. We created a really tight relationship where I trusted him. Um, and I think it got there when I was able to call him about non-basketball-related things, more about life situations at school or just my daily um, life. So I think when I knew that I could come to them about anything, that's where I wanted to be and the people I wanted to be around. You know, but how important is it maybe when you're a high school prospect to have a relationship where you could talk to a coach on a human level, not just about, you know, where you see yourself, you know, basketball wise, but, you know, like you said, the day to day things. And, you know, how much did that make an impression on you as you were, you know, contemplating a big decision? Well, for sure. It may, um, for me, it makes me feel like more not just a player, but more of a person as well. I think when you can relate and have a conversation with someone who's um, older than you and someone you're supposed to look up to. Um, just to feel them um, be there for you and listen to you, that basically changes the relationship. Um, And that's what makes me um, know that I wanted to be around those type of guys. I think you uh, checked out the George Mason campus, you know, right before the last November signing period. Yeah. And you uh, committed or told Coach English you were going to come here on your ride back to the airport. And I think you pointed to a sign. Uh, that, yes. you know, Fairfax, you know, what was that like? Well, for like, you'll be that car ride. And was, were you going back? Was your mind sort of made up that you were thinking about going to George Mason or, you know, your whole experience that weekend when you wanted your visit that really sealed the deal for you? Yeah, it sealed the deal for me. Um, but we were just listening to music on the car ride home and he asked me what I'm thinking. Um, and it was my second visit out there. So I knew, um, like what I was kind of getting into my second go around, but I felt comfortable that weekend. I kind of went into it knowing I was going to commit, but that weekend solidified it. And I had a great time um, just being around the campus, being around the players. Yeah. It was easy for me to make that decision um, even quicker. You know, uh, offensively, you know, you're a guy who likes to score off the bounce and, you know, he can hit from the outside, just, Having that versatile piece, you know, how much is it, is it something that you've worked on adding different parts of your game over the year to the point where, you know, when I'm on the court, I want to, you know, be a matchup nightmare for teams. How much have you kind of added pieces to your game over the year offensively? Yeah, um, I, I, I added on to my game. I, I think when I was young, I used to play big man, so I had to learn how to play guard. And um, one thing that's always been a big emphasis of mine is shooting the ball. Um, but this year it was a little bit harder for me to score because they're sending um, another guy at me or different scheme. So I had to add on to my game 
um, getting to the basket, pull-ups, just expanding um, my field for the game is what I'm going to say. It's probably one thing that I'm super proud of for myself about. But, yeah, expanding my game has been one thing that's helped me um, contribute on the offensive side. And also, too, how much do you take pride in, uh, you know, being versatile on the defensive end, someone who can guard multiple guys, whether it's maybe a power forward down low or shooting guard or a small forward? You know, people talk a lot about offensive versatility, but defensive versatility is just as important. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think my coach in AAU, um, Coach Streets, really believed in me defensively and um, the assistant coaches on that team, Coach Baker, Coach Twine, Coach Jarrell. Um, they throw me on some guys that were top rated in the country. Um, but they instilled confidence in me. And I that's I think when I grew as a defender, the whole Main Street organization in the UIBL produces a lot of great basketball players and it's gonna you're gonna have to guard. And I think I took pride in that um last year's AAU. I think I've gotten better with it. Um just taking pride on defense is one thing that I I do. Um and I think I've been very versatile. I've had to guard the four, guard the one, um, super interchangeable positions. But, um, yeah, I think I take a lot of pride on that, and I think I'm ready to guard one through four if asked. You know, you're used to playing – you're coming off a demanding high school season, and you're jumping from city to city in the AU. But that's over with now. You're done with high school ball, no AAU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much, Richard, is, is this a time for you, you know, the end of your senior year of high school to kind of get your mind, your body right, work on skill development, so that when you come up to PC this summer, you're ready to hit the ground running? How much, what are you doing right now, you know, to get yourself ready to come to PC this summer? Yeah, just getting my body right, one, stretching, um, hydration, um, conditioning, shooting in the gym. I think I've put a lot of time in, and um, if I can just keep, on my schedule and um, just keep knocking down things on the checklist, getting in shape, um, you know, my diet. I think I can be in a really good position for when I come in. But yeah, it's been a big piece for mine. Um, I really am taking pride in my diet and um, conditioning. And yeah, I've been just working out on just basic fundamentals, just cleaning up stuff, brushing up my offensive, on the offensive side of the ball. But yeah, it's been a big piece of mine on the off season right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure things have slowed down a little bit, like you said. For you know, sure. coming off a high school season, you usually, you know, you, I'm sure you're seeing, you know, guys that you know right now going from city to city, going through the recruiting process. But like you said, this could be a pivotal time in terms of working on skill development and your own self before you uh, come up to PC. You know, lastly, uh, take a little beat off the beaten path. You are a Chicago kid. I'll ask you, uh, who's your favorite basketball player? Um. My favorite player in the NBA is Cam Reddish, mm -hmm. but um, Chicago, probably say Zach Norvell. My dad went to Simeon, and I grew up watching Simeon. Probably Zach Norvell or maybe Taylor Moore and Tucker, probably. Um, favorite food, and, uh, you know, when you come out to Rhode Island, you'll have to try out some of the good restaurants up here. I'm sure uh, Coach English has told you, uh, you know, there's plenty of options up here in terms of uh, good restaurants. Yeah, probably like a nice steak. Uh, keep it simple. I like it. Uh, well, you know, uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your senior year, and we'll see you up here this summer, uh, Sue Richard, but I appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me.
All right, that should do it for the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a fresh episode relatively soon. But until then, take care, everyone, and thanks for listening.